0: hey love my name is Brittany pollard and you are now rocking with the everyday intentions podcast your source for real conversation centered around stepping into your personal power one intention at a time this podcast is all about owning our voice taking up space expressing ourselves and moving through life at our own pace you are invited to the magic so let's roll what is up my people welcome back to another episode of the everyday intentions podcast y'all my name is Brittany pollard and i am the host of the show and here we talk all about change growth and transformation doing it all on our own terms through small daily intentional thoughts and actions today's show is so so good i have my friend olivia thompson on and she is just the plug for any type of intuitive readings if you want to learn more about the zodiac sign if you are interested in just getting tarot pools and just general readings to understand what's going on with the collective like her intuition y'all is on point she be given some real information and she and i talked about one of my favorite subjects which is manifestation If you know me, I love a good manifestation talk, so I am here for it, I stand for it. We talked all about how to work with the energy of new and full moons, we talked all about how to start your healing journey, and we talked about how to begin to become a more conscious individual. This episode is loaded with realness, with information, and laughs, which is always my type of show. Over the years, Olivia learned that circumstances don't determine who you are or who you can become. As a child who was raised in a single parent household, an energy healer, and self-love enthusiast, Olivia has definitely learned not to limit, label, or minimize herself. In her ongoing life's journey, she has learned to be more open-minded when approaching her relationships, future successes, spirituality, and growing with every step. She enjoys helping people feel beautiful and connected to their higher self by sharing and growing with them through her experiences, both ongoing and past. Get into this episode, y'all. Hey, y'all, I just got a quick note before we hop into the show. In this episode, Olivia and I also spoke about my workshop, Dare to Dream that was before everything with the covid blew up so the dates have shifted and we're actually moving this beautiful event online so if you are interested in coming to dare to dream if you're interested in connecting with your inner fires your passions your dreams the things that you want to create and you want to learn how to step into manifesting those desires please i would love for you to join me The new date is going to be May 9th. That is a Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon. PST because I am in California. So we are going to be having this amazing event on May 9th from 10 a.m. to noon. I would love, love, love to host you and have you. And everything that we receive from the workshop will be reciprocated into the community and donated to a nonprofit organization here in Compton. So once again, Dare to Dream May 9th. If you are interested in purchasing your ticket or you just want to donate and pour into the community, check out the links in the show notes. All right, y'all, let's get into this. What is up, my people? Welcome back to another episode of the Everyday Intentions podcast. My name is Brittany Pollard, and today I have someone on the show who is so, so special to me. I have only met her in person actually once, and we were joking when we got on the call um, that this is like our first time having call together and we've been like trying to plan it for months it just like wasn't working a lot was going on so I firmly believe in divine timing of all things and I'm just so happy to have the lovely beautiful and amazing Olivia Thompson with me here today welcome
1: hi thank you so much for having me girl I'm so excited
0: (laughs) me (laughs) me too so go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners Olivia
1: Okay, my name is Olivia Thompson. I am so excited to be here. I've been on this self-love journey for about five years consciously, and I've learned so many things through astrology, through tarot, and self-love, and energy healing. I'm just excited to share it with people because I feel like they don't have to suffer through their lessons so hard, and it's like if we can all collectively come together and help each other. It's like uplifting the collective consciousness of all of us as women.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. And I'm excited for you to dive into like all that stuff that you talked about. And I also want to share with people that you do readings too. Yes, I do.
1: I do intuitive readings and I call it that for a couple of reasons. A lot of times when people hear tarot or oracle, sometimes it can trigger people with their religious background and I don't want people to feel like they have to dismiss any of their beliefs that they were grown that they choose or that they've grown up in when they're getting a session. So it's just tapping into the energy that's always there anyway. And mm-hmm. I use it to help people to empower people so that they can better their lives but just from an energetic perspective.
0: Yeah. Yeah I appreciate that so much. And when I was thinking about our conversation today, that was one thing that I wanted you to touch on. Um, because I also do tarot, but before I had a friend introduce me to it and share about it, I was like, "Oh no, that's the devil," <laughs> you know. Like I was like, "You ain't going to exactly." <laughs> I'm like, "You're not going to catch me with none of that." But then I learned that that's that's not what it is. I mean, they're tools, right? You can use them to whatever you believe in. But I really want you, as we get into the episode, just to share about that, just to kind of get people a, a breather around it, so they don't feel intimidated and scared of it.
1: Okay, well, I'm like, where do I start? (laughs) Well, before um, we get there, if
0: it's okay, I want you to just, I want you to share about your journey because you said that you've been on this whole journey of self-love and all this self-discovery consciously for the last five years. What was it like for you before you started on this journey?
1: Before I was consciously on my self-love journey, I I was hitting a lot of walls. a lot of walls in my life and Mm. I come from a Christian background as well well I don't know if that's your background but a lot of us you know have different religions in our background and I would just be like why is this happening to me like I'm a good person Mm. (laughs) like and I went through a lot of traumas with family members daddy-daughter relationship and I was kind of just hitting wall after wall after wall so it started like I felt like I was awakened into my self-love journey from repeating a lot of mistakes, but they were detrimental, like car accidents, like psychics coming to me up off the street, telling me things that manifested a year later, very bold, very loud. I could not ignore them. So I did not choose this consciously, although it became a conscious practice over time.
0: Mm -hmm. And how did you start to develop that relationship with your intuition? Because um, I know that a lot of people, they're confused about that. They want to start their journey, but then they also don't know where to start. You know, if you could just give us some tools and tips on, even though you didn't choose it, what skills did you start to pick up on as you started to walk this walk? And what can you offer people who who know that there needs to be a change because they might be experiencing the same types of situations or things are consistently coming up and they know all right I need to change but I don't know where to start
1: I think that the easiest way to start is by journaling I've naturally used to journal a lot when I was a kid and um, I think that by journaling you kind of have like an awareness that you don't catch if you're not conscious because basically consciousness is being aware yeah so doing anything consciously, so for me it was writing down, oh, this is what happened to me today. And like this happened with so and so. And I'm like, wait a minute, that happened with me with so and so. (laughs) Like I'm in the same situation with the spouse that I was in with a friend. And they're both mad at me for the same reason. So it was kind of like recognition. A lot of of it through journaling, when I'm looking back, like it's the repetition of the same theme in my life. Mm. And I think that kind of helped me be more conscious. So I'd say to anyone who's like, where do I start Just so sometimes getting all of those thoughts out of your head? Like, yes. this is where I am in my life. I, I don't like this. Like, I don't like my spouse. I don't like my job. Like sometimes we're so heady that we don't know how to feel because even though writing, I think feels like a heady activity, there's so much going on upstairs and we have to work and then we have a, a relationships. So I think getting it out where you can look at it There's an awareness in that on a very ABC kind of level where it's like, man, just connecting the dots and looking at your your thoughts on paper. If that makes any sense.
0: Oh yeah, I agree. (laughs) I love that. I'm a huge fan of journaling, and I think I spoke about this before on the show. But journaling allows you to have just such a level of honesty um, because sometimes it's hard to talk to people about things, especially when you know or you feel like you're in the wrong. It's hard. But, you know, if you can write it down and just be real and honest with yourself, like this is what happened. This is how I feel about it. And I love, love, love your idea of just going through it to catch any themes, because that is like your big sign of like, here's where your healing can start.
1: (laughs) Right. And it's hard because being conscious is practice and it's not easy to catch your thoughts because You would already be conscious. (laughs) It's like it's like that mental trap. It's like, (laughs) so I'm like, what's a way that I can look and record my growth or my just different themes in my life? Because a lot of times it's really hard to jump to meditation from that place. Oh yeah. It's really hard to go to a therapist because then your mind starts to kick in. Like, first of all, you have to be vulnerable. You have to have insurance. You gotta have money to have insurance. And then then your mind goes on that track. Mm -hmm. so that was something literally in my living room right now I have about 15 journals (laughs) over the course of when maybe I was 10 but they're all sometimes it's scribbles and sometimes it's clear thoughts but it's something that I can say it's easy to start with and I still do it now it's the one thing I still do now that I started with
0: Mm -hmm. I agree I think that it's powerful. I love it. I feel. I feel like I have fifteen journals just in the last year. So
1: you're <laughs> <laughs> okay, girl. You're already ahead of that.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm like a lot of writing, and I need to start just like creating more in the world. I just like I'm such a planner. I love to just sit and plan things and write things out. Uh, but That's I also fall get into getting like overwhelmed too. So I'm learning. I'm, <laughs> I'm learning how to balance it all. So okay so let's say someone starts their journaling practice and then they gather this awareness around common themes then what do you suggest for them at that point
1: Oh this is so funny cuz I was just talking to my mom about this because I believe in we, my family we talk about this stuff all the time this is like mm-hmm. daily conversation but i'd say that start to watch your thoughts around those themes Actually, I'd scratch that. I'd say watch what you're saying. So mm-hmm. is there anything that you're writing down on the paper that you don't like that you're hearing yourself say or that you hear people tell you?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So now because when you write something, your memory is enhanced. So now you're conscious of what you wrote down. Just like if you go to the grocery store and you're like, oh, I gotta get eggs, I gotta get this, and you write it down. You go in the store, you're more more likely to remember. Right. And if you just had it in your head. So Start becoming conscious of what you're saying and what people are saying to you in comparison to what you've already written for a while. Because mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, it's kind of hard to jump to catching your thoughts if you're not even aware of any patterns. Or It's like, I like to do ABC, <laughs> you know, and, and start with breadcrumbs because it's much easier to be consistent. It's not such a huge jump for yeah. people.
0: Yeah, I agree. The noticing. So noticing from the journal then also noticing your words around it. And I, I think this is, is leading us up to talking about the law of attraction. And then just really one thing that I had to learn was just how powerful words were. Um, that's something that I, I didn't think about. So before it was like, Oh, I hate this. I hate my body. I hate blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, well, No wonder you ain't happy. Like, look at the things that are coming out of your mouth, you know, when you're talking about yourself or you're spending time talking down about others to other people, but just words literally hold so much weight and they can make all the difference in our bodies and how we feel. Right.
1: Definitely. I did the same thing too. Like I was, um, and from that awareness of what I was saying, Uh, it's almost like all of the negative things I was saying were true from a 3D perspective. And when I say 3D, I mean, from just a tangible, you can see it, smell it, taste it. (laughs) That's what I mean when I say that, but I started noticing like, I do hate my job because I don't make a lot of money and I don't make a lot of money. It's like, so I started to notice like the law of attraction, everything that I wrote that was negative, I spoke that was negative I had conversations about it and it was my life so it was like a circle of everything connecting and I'm Mm -hmm. like if what if I just wrote something that I but as if it was true because I'm writing negative things as if it's because it is true in my experience so I'm like hmm. so that's kind of what sparked my interest in it before I knew all of the mechanics and all of the teachings of law of attraction yeah I,
0: so I read this book, it's called East Squared by Pam Grout. And it was just all about that. It was all about the law of attraction, which we can get into. And I would love for you to share about it and just give your definition of it. But that was one book that kind of slowed me down and was like, okay, pay attention to what you're thinking, what you're saying, and what's also in front of you. And you can choose different. Um,
1: The power is the decision. So true. yeah
0: Yeah, check it out because I think too like a lot of us and I still go through this now we don't really think that there's another choice when there always is a choice and if you're only speaking life into a choice that you don't like you're not leaving yourself any room for the millions of choices that you have that we're fortunate to have today you know so so true Yeah, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the law of attraction and just, I would love for you to just explain your
1: wisdom on that. Girl, the law of attraction. (laughs) Girl, girl. Girl, this is my subject. (laughs) Some girls got like the hair and the nails, but this is my subject, okay? (laughs) Because I'm literally, how do I even put this? The law of attraction to me is the one thing that has been consistent. And it, I'm sitting in a manifestation of it right now. It's something that is very real. A lot of people get caught up on their words. Mm-hmm. Like if you say it, it comes true. And then the people who doubt it say, no, I say this all the time and I didn't get hit by a bus, you know, things of that nature. Like, oh mm-hmm. well, I think I'm gonna get hit by a bus. And then it's sometimes it's not so literal. But what I found is the energy behind what you say always manifest into physical reality well first first into spiritual reality because we're more than one dimension so it's like if you might say oh you know using the bus as an analogy like oh I feel like I'm going to get hit by a bus the energy of that is negative impact Mm. so maybe your relationship's negatively impacted maybe what you're eating you're feeding yourself you're just I don't know why I just want ice cream today I don't know why I just want like you're It's it's an energy. So if I would say anything to anyone is that there is a relationship between what you say and what you experience. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people make it so literal, like, oh, I want to manifest a car. I want to manifest a relationship. Let's dial it down to energy. What you're saying is just a result of what you are vibrating on an internal level. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people, when they start out, they're like so caught up on their words yes, this is true. It's actually more impactful not to say anything than to say something negative.
0: Mm. And
1: then for me, what I've done is I am just conscious of it. If I said something like I I review my day when I'm journaling, like, man, I shouldn't have said that. This girl was saying, I hate my job. And I said, I hated my job too. Okay, so how can I create a new narrative? Mm -hmm. You know, and then maybe you start off by saying nothing. That's much easier to say absolutely nothing because that person has to eat that energy. They got, it has to pile on more for them because now it's not reciprocal.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: And so they're going to feel it more and they might actually become more uncomfortable. They might not want to talk to you on the break anymore. They may not want to hang out with you. You'll notice the shift. Actually there's more power in saying nothing than trying to decide how to defend yourself with using the law of traction. And that's kind of the model I did. It's just, it was just kind of quiet. And then that actually made me more conscious of what people are saying. Cause sometimes we're talking so much that we don't even notice our own energy, let alone other people's energy. We're still trying to figure yes. out ourselves.
0: Right. 100%. <laughs>
1: so, you know, like that's kind of how I operate now, but that's mm. where I started too. Is just observing the energy, Because when you're quiet, you can see other people's energy, not just what they're saying. You're like, dang, that person's really negative. Their boyfriend ain't nothing. Like everything's (laughs) negative. Their hair is broke off. Like everything. And you're like, dang, I try and dance with you every day at work, Mm. every day. And so just by not saying anything, your words are important, yes, but it's more of the energy behind your words. Because when you're sensitive to how your body feels when someone says something, they could be like, Girl, I just met the love of my life. What do you feel? Do you feel jealousy? Do you feel triggered? Do you agree with them? Oh girl, he's gonna cheat on her. He's too cute. Cute Mm -hmm. people cheat. If you get to hear the vibration behind things that you would normally be too loud talking Mm -hmm. to even catch. So I was like, dang, I'm a fucking jealous bitch. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I am jealous as hell. And of course I didn't want to admit that. I'm like, why? Okay. Because I've only had negative examples of relationships. Mm-hmm. So my belief at the core is, it's not real. Yeah. How could I be happy for you? Oh, she's a la-la Land. It don't exist. Yeah. So law of attraction is not for anyone who doesn't want to get on the operating table and take out those negative beliefs and sew up stuff, and cut stuff out. It is, it's work. <laughs> yeah. But it's beautiful work with the payoff. And then you'll start to see that you don't even have to be so specific. You can be specific about what you want through journaling and intention setting, but the energy in your higher self, source God, whatever you want to call it, knows your desires. And once you get out of your way and remove those limiting beliefs, you'll just start attracting everything that you desire without stressing about oh, I didn't put this on the paper and I didn't say that. And it's like, you know, the things with your life become
0: so much more beautiful from that work. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with um, paying attention to energy. I agree with the vibration behind things because another thing, Is like you can't say something with a negative energy behind it. Like you can't be like, yeah, girl, one day I'm gonna be a millionaire. But like you're not really (laughs) believing it. You're just saying it just because you think that the words flying out of your mouth is gonna make it happen. So I love that you speak to that. Just really being cognizant of like what you're feeling as you're speaking is so important. And along with the law of attraction, like, I want to talk about how you manifest at your house. Like, y'all can't see this, but Olivia's place, like, I can only see <laughs> a snippet of it, but it is just so beautiful. And Thank I want you so to talk much. about how you ended up there, because I've shared my stories. Like, i have I've attracted jobs by just, like, journaling about it. Like, there was a time where I was a personal trainer and I needed to make more income. And so I sat down and I wrote out, like, what I needed to make. And at the time that I half believe it, yes, but there was a part of me was like, you know, like this has to work. And then lo and oh. behold, like my neighbor came over and she was like, oh, my job is hiring because she knew I was looking. And then I got the job. And then so like I manifested my job now and like manifesting my workshop and, and things are happening because I'm journaling and because the more I'm doing it and the more I'm seeing it, the more evidence I'm getting. And so the more I'm believing in it in myself. Um, doesn 't mean that that i don 't have times where like i 'm like nervous or fearful or whatever, but I do know that when we set our intention towards something and we really put beautiful energy behind it, it is going to be created for us in ways that we may expect or may not expect so right, right. walk us through your journey because your house is popping
1: <laughs> girl thank you oh, wow uh it 's so crazy. I just moved to Arizona and I lived, have lived in L.A. for about 10 and a half years. It's my home. I'm a military brat, so I never lived anywhere for long. And just taking it back to my first manifestation of a place to live, because that is a big one, you know, yeah. especially in L.A., rent is not cheap and living in your <laughs> home, people will stay in relationships because of rent mm-hmm. <laughs> or they will stay around a toxic roommate or I was living with a boyfriend at the time. And he was actually one of the biggest, most impactful components of my spiritual awakening, my consciousness. And it was a very, very toxic relationship. Um, Mm -hmm. Just mental abuse and not to get too off track. Like I started having physical reactions to him, to Mm -hmm. the energy of the apartment, getting sick, just all types of physical, losing my hair, gaining weight, like you name it. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: um, I was like, I got to get out. And I was like, but I don't have an apartment. (laughs) Like, how am I supposed to I got rid of my apartment with my roommate. I need to manifest something. So I was looking so hard, looking for apartments, looking, oh, I'll sleep underneath the bridge. Like I just gotta get the F out of here. Mm -hmm. But the energy behind it was fear. I gotta get out. I don't know what I'm gonna do. But my couch, my beautiful couch that I, you know, I spent all this money on, my furniture, my stuff. And it got so bad that I started Having sleep paralysis, dreams, mm-hmm. and my soul couldn't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, long story short, I had a meeting because I, a lawyer got involved. It got really bad. And he said, If you were my kid, I would tell you this. He's like, You're not married. You're not basically not saying for anyone who's not married, but you have to look at the situation sometimes cut and dry. You're not going to die.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: he said, How much is all your furniture worth? And I said, Well, we sell I could probably get 1200 and when you don't have anything 1200 dollars is a lot of money right yeah and he said okay it's good to know what your peace of mind is worth ooh, ooh. come through <laughs> lawyer come. come through he was an angel <laughs> shout out to shout out to him he was an angel sent from the divine yeah. and so basically doubling back to what you said on manifestation mm-hmm. i made a decision to let go of all the furniture that i had ever purchased I basically furnished the place when I moved in Mm -hmm. and we got rid of his stuff. And all I took was the clothes and anything I could fit in my little Toyota uh, (laughs) Camry. And I got the F out of there and I stayed on my sister's couch for, what was it? Maybe six months. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that's the thing right there. It's like, we all want to manifest, but we have to understand there's a part that we have to play. And that word right there is surrender. Mm -hmm. Oh, when there's a manifestation you want so bad it's like we want we want a house right we want to manifest a car a relationship but he's got to be this and it's got to be like that and it's got to be and what the universe wanted for me what to do was surrender my control of these things it's like I was holding on to it because I didn't believe my core belief was I can't ever manifest this again how am I supposed to ever furnish my apartment
0: mm-hmm. yeah so I let, <laughs>
1: so let go of it you say okay Take the wheel, as people would say. Take the wheel. Yeah. Do it. But I get angry. I was like, f this, you know. I'm looking for this, and I'm. One day I was in the car. I was like, f this. Like I'm looking for a place. I'm calling all these places. No one's getting back to me. I'm. I went from having a furnished apartment with someone I thought I was gonna marry to sleeping on my sister's couch for six months with nothing. Mm -hmm. And one day I got mad. I said, you know what? Whatever. I surrender. I give up. I'm done. Mm -hmm. That same day, I got a call from one of the apartments that was full. That said, hey. No, you can come stay here. It was in my price range. It was nicer than any of the places that I had tried to look for on a low level. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) And I had nothing but a backpack, no fridge, no microwave, nothing. But literally 90% of my furniture was gifted to me by my wealthy friends who were furnishing their house. Everything, boom, 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 came. So any manifestation, even my apartment now, all came at the point when I was able to surrender my control and to attach to my desire.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is powerful. (laughs) I love, I just love when those angels just drop into your life like that and just give you the real. It's kind of like that wake up, all right, that shake. Like,
1: girl. Wake up, girl. (laughs) (laughs) It is like, what I think the biggest thing is, is like when we surrender, we don't cling to anything because the universe wants to give it to us. Yeah, but there's always an incubation or period like for example when a woman's pregnant I had to stay at my sister's house for six months. I didn't want to do that But some people would go. Oh, no, 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 no!" but I want my apartment right now I want to take all my furniture and I had a cat too. I lost a lot But now I just moved from that same apartment. I was there for four years never missed a payment I didn't know how I was going to do it manifested a job after that that I was able to pay my, and I had written down, I pay my rent with one check. That's it. Like the check comes for that and I have money left over and I would just pay my rent in a week. And I don't, it, everything that I had said came when I surrendered. I did this with Arizona too. And once I was trying to control it. And once I said, okay, I let go. And I got rid of all that furniture mm. that I had manifested four years ago. And now all this furniture in my apartment is new furniture mm. that's paid off. But I think every manifestation has come with me getting out of my own way and also giving it, giving myself a time to be pregnant because mm-hmm. the universe knows when that baby's going to come. But just knowing that it's going to come, not hoping, not wishing, not pray not even when you pray, it's not saying, oh, universe, please. It's saying, thank you so much for my new place as if you already have it. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I, all these things that I have at this place, I had written down and started thanking the universe for three years ago. I just thought it would be in LA. It just happens to be in Arizona, but that's the control again.
0: Right, oh, got to be yeah.
1: in Los Angeles. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> gotta you wanted be- it like
0: on your time too. On oh, my time. So, yeah, I love that. And I think that's so important. And it's just the same thing as the phases of the moon, right? When it's full, it's bright, it's beautiful, it's shining, and then it goes into that period of quiet. And then you don't see it when it's new. And then it just, it's the same thing being pregnant, being willing to go into the darkness and incubate. And I think that just a part of that control, we also don't want to feel uncomfortable. It's like, I want to manifest this and I want it to be easy. Like it needs to be easy, you know? And if it's not easy, then it's not worth it. And my time isn't worth it. And it's like, well, actually some manifestations do come easy and some take us going through a period that doesn't feel so good. But what we don't know is it's always setting up and preparing us for what's on the other side of that too. Because if we've got everything we asked for, like, I think I've said this before, but if someone just wants to wake up a millionaire, okay, if even if you were a millionaire, if you can't manage the $200 that's in your account right now, if you can't responsibly spend that without going into debt, without begging people for money or trying to borrow money, How are you supposed to manage a million dollars? What do you think is going to happen? Like you have to do the work to exactly create those beliefs. Or even with a job, if you want to be a leader or you want to go on stage and and speak. And this is a part of my process right now. It's like yes, I want to go on stages. Yes, I want to speak. But I get tired of talking to people. (laughs) You know, it's like and not just that because I'm an introvert. So I'm learning myself, and then I'm also learning. When someone's on stage, there's an art to that. You know, you have to learn stage presence. You have to learn how to deliver a message, deliver content. It's more than just wanting to get up there and be seen. And so with anything, right, playing an instrument, if you want to play an instrument on stage and you're going to have to spend hours with your fingers hurting, hands cramping, doing all of those things in preparation for that time period.
1: It's so true. And like, that's one thing that I think it's so interesting that you brought up the moon because as I have learned so much about law of attraction, it's kind of assisted me with my spirituality. So I help people with the moon cycles because the moon will always be in a different sign. Right now it's a full moon in Virgo and Mm -hmm. Virgo is very detail oriented. But when it's in a low vibrational state, the energy of Virgo, I'm not just saying Virgos in general, but the energy of Virgo It's self-critical because it's an analytical sign. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: some people could feel like their to-do lists are, they got to keep coming up with all these things and they're not good enough and they got to do more and rush. And so if the moon cycles have actually helped me manifest quicker and much easier, because if you're in a sign, like we just got out of retrograde and it was in Pisces, that's a time Pisces is all about connection to the divine connection to God. It's slowing down. And if you're rushing and you're like, I got to do this and I got to pay my bills, you're not in sync with just the natural energy. If it's raining, you're not supposed to drive fast. You're supposed to drive slow. Maybe stay home. Maybe, you (laughs) know, read a book. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You know, it's like, it rained last night and I was supposed to do something. And I was like, do I really have to? Of course you have to go to work, but it's all about like, I'm a big believer in going with the energy Mm -hmm. and working with it. Surrender. Yeah. That's the common theme, you know, and you can put it in any subject or any way you want to explain it but i think yeah surrender would be the overall. And it's hard.
0: That's hard, but i think that anything hard is worth it.
1: Oh, worth it? Yeah, it's so worth it.
0: <laughs> so i want to talk because i think i've only spoken about like moon energy once on my podcast and i i want to talk about that if someone is interested in this and they're like, "Ooh, this this sounds like something i want to do. I want to learn more about this." How can people start to learn how to attune themselves to the moon how can they see that yes this is a real thing like it's not just something like made up it's actually something that is very valid where can people start
1: well the moon has so many phases and it can be overwhelming for people because they're like what this is so hippie this is so but if you think about it a lot of times when you're in alignment as a woman your cycle is going to be on the full moon or the new moon you're going to be in sync by nature. And even if you look at it from a very basic level, the ocean tides, how they're affected by the moon. And because we are made up of water, regardless of if you go with it um, or not, you're gonna be affected by its energy. So if you just look at the moon as energy, the sun is energy, you feel the heat, you don't question so <laughs> muscle <laughs> <laughs> You go by sunscreen. Like you're not like, I don't believe in the sun's energy. It's not hot. Like, no, you can burn yourself. <laughs> and you're going to be like so wouldn't it be really strange if the moon did not emit any type of energy but the sun did it's just, I like to think of things I like to break it down because I'm always talking to people and I understand that I'm that girl I'm the girl who's like ooh, the moon and ooh, like I yeah, know same <laughs> <laughs> and people just
0: be like okay
1: if <laughs> you're like all right so I like to so if I was going to break it down I do do videos. This is what I do. So um, on my YouTube channel, it's Olivia the Bull. My Instagram is Olivia underscore the Bull. Mm. But what I do is I only stick to two cycles of the moon to keep it simple: the new moon, which you cannot see, which is in that beginning birthing stage, and then the full moon, which is illumination of that energy that you had already planted during the full moon. So Mm -hmm. I focus on two cycles. So to break it down in a simple way. Anytime we say, oh, it's Aries season, like it's all the Aries birthdays are in that time frame. There's always a new moon in that season. Any sign out of all the 12 signs, it's always a new moon. Mm -hmm. So the new moon, the energy around it is what? New. It's like, hmm, what I want to manifest. The new moon, when you don't see it at the beginning of the month, even if you don't track the moon and you don't watch channels like mine and you're just like, hmm. I want to manifest, blah, blah, blah. That is the best time to write your affirmations. It's the best time to, uh, you know, so anything that you want to bring into reality, even if that's just a behavior. I want to believe more. I want to believe more in the powers of the universe. I want to believe more in God. I want to believe more in anything. Then the full moon is always going to be in the opposite sign of the new moon every single time. And if that's too much, just look at the full moon as that's when things are being illuminated. That's when things need to be released. That's when you let go. So that's when you, um, you might say, you know what? Like I released the thought forms and the negative patterns that I was taught when I was born. You always want to give and receive. You want to have that energy of like, hey, I want to plant, but I also want to pull the weeds because you don't just want to be stuck in one energy. So that's all the new moon is new moon is planting and the full moon is pulling out those weeds you know it's that's the work that i do when i've done that i just manifested but not just so much from like oh a car or an apartment i've manifested a different personality mm-hmm. <laughs> an evolved way of being from a spiritual level from doing that type of stuff and um yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, I agree with that 100%. And um, with with my workshops, with the Dare to Dream workshops, those came, those were like a gift from my ancestors, but they're all designed around new moons. So the oh, goal wow. of the workshop is for people to come and like set those new intentions. And I talk about manifestation. I call it practical manifestation because I believe in the divine, but I also believe in the work that we have to do here on the ground to make things happen. So. Well, we, we talk about like what are the things you want to create, like getting lost in that dreamland, so like I'm an Aquarius, so I live in the clouds all day long, so <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's talk about what we want to create, and let's also talk about the steps that we need to do in order to make those happen, like what I mentioned earlier, and I just love how you talked about the full moon too, that time of like release of of being shown like what's true what's true mm-hmm. and what's real, and not running from it. Being like, okay, like, let me call a spade a spade. I see this. Let me start to work on releasing this behavior. Is it going to be hard? Yes, because especially if you spent the last 20 years, you know, operating from a belief because of your childhood, it takes time to unwind that. Um, But if you keep coming at it, if you keep being consistent with it over time, you'll start to see like with the journaling, how you might write something down and you'd be like, man, wait a minute. Me two years ago would have never said this. Like, who is this person? And this is you creating.
1: So on point, so on point. Like, <laughs> like, I think the consistency is the hardest part, right? It's like working out. It's You don't just go to the gym one time, but I think if it's a lifestyle, I do the new moon, full moon rituals and the videos for people because it is something that I can consistently do to do mm-hmm. the work. It's just a channel through what I do do that work some people they're working out because you know that's that's their thing it's a stress reliever if mm-hmm. they stop working out you know you see the domino effect in your life but it's not so much about the physical you don't have to do new moon rituals to get to do this work but you have to choose something that resonates with you personally that you can just mm-hmm. be consistent with so if that's journaling cool if that's therapy like whatever it is for a person i'm not big on like saying my belief has to be your belief in this just because it's true for me It has to resonate, you know, but I think it's good. The consistency that you said was like on point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Figuring out what works best for you. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's like to stop looking around, like, yes, receive information, but I'm a big fan of receiving information, integrating it, throwing out like what is like not real for right now or not needed for right now. And then paying attention to what is most active um cuz sometimes we'll be in rooms where we're receiving information that we're not ready for yet or it's just not the right time and we try to like force ourselves to know it or we take a bajillion notes and we try to recount all of them but even in those moments i find that if i go somewhere and if i'm in a workshop or if i'm listening to a video what are the things that are sticking out for me that's like my indication if something is like blatantly sticking out like oh shoot you know you walk away from that video and 2 hours later you're thinking like oh this just popped up, then boom. That's what you focus on instead of like right. trying to make it so hard.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm such a such a believer in not making breaking things down and making them simple and easy to digest for people. Because sometimes when people are so out there, although I can totally resonate with it, because I'm out there, yeah, I understand that. Like, how do you bridge the gap for right. people who are trying to learn? Like, it's kind of it's like, what's the point? Like, it's just all for you. It's like I've Let's help each other. Let's help each other get there. And right. everyone has their own way of getting there. So that's why I love to do the readings with people one on one because it's like kind of like intuitive coaching where it's like, okay, last time we spoke, this is what happened, but it's just more from a spiritual perspective.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But still helping them with reality. It's not just like all yeah. in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, I mean, they're
0: both there at all times. So I love that you offer readings and you expose people to this other side that they can also lean into. So I want to transition into that. I want you to just talk about intuitive readings, um, talk about tarot and just share like what it is. I've already established that no, it's not a tool for the devil, (laughs) y'all. But just talking about the process of taking someone through a reading.
1: Okay. So when I do my uh, intuitive readings, I always say that I'm not going to tell you anything that your higher self doesn't already know, Mm -hmm. because it's all about connection. It's all about clearing out. It's not about creating. It's about clearing off the dogmatic beliefs, clearing off the doubt, the fear, the shame to get that connection clear, because we all have a channel to the divine, Mm -hmm. God, source, whatever you want to call it. We all have a channel. And sometimes that channel is blocked by trauma. Sometimes that channel is not clear. You can't hear as well. Like in the church, they say, the closer you are to God, the easier you can hear. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's when someone comes into a session, I'm going to mirror back to them energetically things that I see. I will always meditate and clear my mind of whatever's going on in my life, at least for 30 minutes before I do a reading. And then I will show them what I'm picking up before mm-hmm. we even start the questions, because I'm all about that subconscious healing. Mm-hmm. Then we will discuss whatever, but it's more about, this is what I see, or this is the issue, or this is what you want to work on. This is the relationship, but this is the desired result. Now, how do we yeah. get there? What's yeah. the, so it's basically, I don't want anyone to think of it any different from life coaching in the sense where we're not going to dwell on the issue. <laughs> it's not like therapy in the sense where we're just going to dwell on it. We're going to transmute the energy for your highest outcome. And then in the next session, we're going to follow up on it. So yeah, that's, I do that in my reading as a basic (laughs) description.
0: No, I love that. I love that. I think I'm grateful that you explained it that way because a lot of people are like, you got to be careful. Like they're just going to try to prophesize over your life and tell you what to do. And
1: it's not. I'm sorry. That's one thing I have to stress. Like, oh, I, um, (laughs) I come from a very intuitive family background where my dad would put, even though he was Christian and he still is like, he put a car on the fridge, we're manifesting this. And then he'd get that car or like, I had a dream about this and it happened. So I know that to me, a lot of things that people see when it comes to readers is like, oh my God. But for me, it was kind of normal growing up, but a lot of people do you use this in a negative way? Like, oh, your boyfriend's going to break up with you in six weeks or, <laughs> you know, and you don't ever know who they're connected to. Who are they praying to? Who are they? So it's very important to do your research and yes. don't do anything that doesn't resonate with you. But one thing I have to say is whatever is a trigger in you needs to be explored. Even if, mm. like, how do you know what you really believe if you have to question it? Like I had to go through the depths of my soul because I dated an atheist and like, why don't you believe anything? But mm-hmm. if I'm so angry that you're an atheist, I can't even come to my own truth. So I had to say, oh, because of this understanding, mm-hmm. even if something say, hey, I'd never do a reading. At least you say, you know what? I understand why some people would. Yeah. This is just another avenue. So I feel like before, even if you decide not to do it, don't do it from a place of fear. Do it from a place of empowerment that is like where the breakthrough is because you know I don't need to do that because I have my own myth. I have this great but I feel like when people are hesitant never let it be because of fear yeah yeah right? <laughs> this,
0: no I love that and I appreciate it because I think that unfortunately there are people out there who are scam artists right want to be careful you want to be careful you want to do your research and then also just tap into your body and think about how you feel so if you come across this person and you're like even ask yourself I like to do body checks so for me the way I do this is I ask myself a question that's easily a yes and a question that's easily a no and I tap into how it feels so like
1: oh that's a good one
0: yeah it's like super simple and well, for me, you know, people have to experiment in it and just see how it feels for them. But I know that yeses for me generally feel like a small little flutter in my heart and then noes feel like a, like a thud in my stomach, like you're dropping a pebble into on the floor or something. It's like a, a very like dupe feeling. Nice. So I might see someone, they might be like all glammed up. They might have all the things, all the followers, blah, blah, blah. And so I'll just check in, like, is this something I should work with, Um, someone I should work with? And just depending on the feeling, or sometimes you might hear a voice and it's just like a no. And then just being okay with that, surrendering to that and like moving on. And then I think just being open, being open and then also being discerning and then just checking in, I think are like the top three things I would recommend for people to do whenever they're interested in trying something new.
1: And it's so funny that you say that because all of those things that you're doing is using your intuition, is tapping mm. into divine energy. And that's exactly what I'm doing in my readings. It's like, I don't just read for everyone. Like this is not something that I chose to do um, for other people. It kind of chased me down, but <laughs> I <laughs> I was not like, hey, when I grow up, I want to read cards for people. <laughs> yeah. No, but I can discern if someone's just, wanting an answer oh tell me what this is and I'm like no, no 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 I'm an intuitive life coach like I'm an intuitive coach like I'm gonna help you with this storyline how to heal this trauma from when you were five you're like okay why do I keep attracting the wrong relationships why don't you feel worthy the next session might be like oh I didn't feel worthy because of this and then it goes to your parents and what I really believe is in generational trauma healing and it's more oh, yeah. about healing the from the energetic from within. So mm-hmm. I don't just take anybody. That's why I was gonna do chatty, like online chats, but it didn't resonate. I had that feeling, like that no feeling you had. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a gimmick. Um this is my work. This is my purpose is to help people. And this is just one of the many channels that I'm doing right now in my life, this time and space forever how long I feel it's right so yeah that's why I'm doing it
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah being open to it
1: well I love this so we talked
0: about journaling we talked about just going through the different phases of life we talked about manifestation we talked about getting readings done and choosing a reader um, intuition girl we've
1: We've talked about some things today. Awesome. Thanks. I'm so grateful to be here. It's just a freaking honor and just a manifestation within itself.
0: Oh yay! That makes me so happy. And I'm so I'm grateful for you. I'm so glad that you and I crossed paths last year. And that I'm
1: was just last excited. Year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was wow. summer of last year. So it's been some time. Wow! It doesn't mm-hmm. even. That was, that was, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was, was divine.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: Well, thank you, Olivia. Before we close out, I would love
0: for you to just share where people can find you, where they can follow you, where they can catch your videos—all the things.
1: Oh yes. Yeah. So my business is Thirdborn. My website is shopthirdborn, and that's s h o p three r d b o r n dot com. And my Instagram is Olivia underscore the bull, um, as in Taurus. <laughs> And my YouTube is Olivia the Bull.
0: Amazing. Thank you. And I'll put all that stuff in the show notes too for people. Y'all definitely check Olivia out. She's just such like, I don't know how to explain her. How would I explain her? You're just like this beautiful, bright, like illuminating soul. And you have just this amazing heart and your energy is just so gorgeous and so sweet and you offer so much knowledge if you're interested in learning about moon cycles, especially because you you break them down for each sign if you if you want to dive more into spirituality, if you want to learn about crystals if you want to learn about zodiac talking about shadow stuff, if you want to dive into this world, definitely check Olivia out because she's a huge resource for I people. I really appreciate that Yeah, you're so welcome Alright y'all, well thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Everyday and intentions podcast we will catch you next time take care